0: and welcome to our podcast, Real Out Loud. Life happens, we get it. Join us and together we'll be engaging in conversations about the truths not spoken of, reflections about life and other issues and experiences that reel or bring women off balance. I'm your host and my name is Nicole and joining me will be my co-host, Mia, And on our platform, we'll have guests from different facets of life. Some who have also had a trail with life and some professionals to give us information and these reflections as we figure out how to survive. the Real. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome, everyone, to our show, Real Up Loud. I'm your host Nicole, and joining me is our co-host Pinky Nia. We are going to be talking about um, uh, my fear is my disease. Uh, our show is going to focus on the ins and outs of women and young ladies having to deal with cancer and be sure to listen all the way through and um, I will quote uh, from Maya Angelou where she says that there's no greater agony than bearing an untold story
1: so I will hand over to Pinkinia thank you nicole hi guys the name is pinky as you've heard and this is the real out loud and today it's not just the two of us we got a beautiful lady in the house a beautiful young lady and her name is ellen hi ellen hi how are you i'm okay in yourself i'm awesome you look beautiful thank you you are you, be- you just don't look you are beautiful <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about yourself and just getting into the story of why we're here today.
2: Okay. Uh, I'm a 21-year-old lady. I am currently studying and working at a shop called Ridge. She's so in a working and studying
1: Yeah. at 21? Yes. All right. So at the age of 14, 13 going into 14, that's 2014. Yes. What happened?
2: So um, at the age of 13, as you said, I was, okay, the story is a long story, but I'm going to cut it short. Mm -hmm. So I had like pains in my tummy Mm -hmm. and then it it was a continuous thing. We didn't know like why Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and what's the cause of it. So we first went to the hospital and they said it's constipation. So I was given treatment to treat constipation. constipation. And this went on for three months. Going on, um, I could feel that I, I wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. But every time I would tell my mom, she would be like, no, period pains are like this. You're a woman, so you must spare the pain. But I could feel that, no. This is a this little is, bit unusual. This, this, is, this is extreme. So I, I was talking to my granny and she was like, You know, as women, we're supposed to bear the pain of period pains. So bear with the pain. And then there's a time where I could not wake up. Like I just couldn't get out of bed because I could feel that no man. It was like I had stones in my bladder. And then we decided to go to the hospital. They ran a pregnancy test first, as they usually do. The test comes back positive. I mean, I'm a 13-year-old. I know nothing, (laughs) absolutely nothing about having a male friend or anything. And then my mom was just shocked. She's like, how could you do this to me at the age of 13? You're still confused with yourself. How is it? Oh, Oh, what's the story? (laughs) Like, I honestly (laughs) didn't understand. Okay. Okay. So the doctor is like, "Um, ma'am, there's nothing wrong with your child. All you need to do is come back tomorrow and see your grandchild. Oh, they want to do the sauna. sauna Yeah, they're like, the only thing you can do is come back and see your grandchild.
1: Okay, so when you started the period and whatever, like did you have period pains or you had normal period?
2: I had like severe period pains. And I'm talking about severe it's like severe. the pain was also, just that's
1: why they kept on saying it's period out of pain. this world yeah. did it start at the time when you were
0: actually uh on your menses or it's something that started before the pain
2: uh so um according to my research i had a dysgerminoma, and this is caused by malnutrition um lack of water and all that mm-hmm. so that's the cause of it Okay. So, um, yeah, it does fall in the part of the menstruation and what, and what, all what. Yeah, oh. yeah. So, the following
1: day, you went back to actually...
2: So, the following day, um, there's a granny that we met, and she was a cleaner at the hospital. Mm. And then she was like to my mom, can I please ad- advise you to go and see a private doctor? Because you can see this child is still innocent. My mom had it. She's like, no... I'm not going to take her to any doctor. She needs to tell the truth. Okay, we go home and I am dying. (laughs) Your physical pain and and the the accusations. Yeah, like it was killing me. Honestly, it was killing me. And then it got to the point I was like to my mom, I can feel that my death day is close. If you do not take me to the doctor, something is going to happen. And then she was like, okay. Let's go to the doctor, but I know that I'm wasting my money because we already got the information we wanted that you're pregnant from the hospital. Mm-hmm. Okay, we get to the private doctor. He also runs a pregnancy test. And then it also came back positive. And then he's like, okay, instead of me running a, a pregnancy test, let me do a pap smear. Right. And you know, I'm only 13. Okay. So you know how they use pap smear sticks? Mm-hmm. Mm. I didn't allow that because you're still trying to figure yeah. out your body yeah. now no. the one like, yes, are you. No. you? Mm. So I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. Then he was like, I don't have a sonar machine, so you'll need to go to Johannesburg Hospital. We went to Johannesburg Hospital when we got there, they did the same thing. They ran a pregnancy test. And then all these ladies are laughing. They're like, yo, these kids. These kids are out of control. I'm telling you, there was a 15-year-old that came in pregnant. And then I was just like to my mom, if you don't believe me, who's going to believe me? Because I am telling you my story. And then this doctor comes in and then he's like, you can come in. Let me run a sauna on her. Mm -hmm. He runs a sauna. He shook his head. Mm -hmm. And then I see... One, two, three, six doctors are coming in. And then they're like, mama, we're going to book you for surgery in the next three days. So you need to understand, they don't just book surgery. Like, they can book you now, and then Mm. they're going to do it in December. Exactly. Uh Ah,
1: all right. So it was a three-day
2: thing. We didn't know, okay, why am I going in for surgery or what, 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 what. They're not saying anything. Yeah, they're not saying anything. And then the two days pass and then we went back to the hospital. Okay, I was booked in for surgery. Um, It was these young doctors. The interns. Yeah, the the, the new ones (laughs) in the game. Okay, they did the surgery. Four days, I could feel the pain, like I could... Because the stitches I had were those steel stitches. Yeah, those ones are the ones I had. And then the doctor comes in and then she's like to me, uh, how are you? And then I'm like, I'm okay in yourself, but I can't bear with the pain. And mm. she's like, okay, um, there's something I need to tell you and I don't know how you're going to respond because most people get shocked. You and freak they out. Can't, yeah, they can't take the pain. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then she's like, okay, so when we were doing the surgery, the tumor that you had was growing in the left and right ovary. Not only did it affect your ovaries, but it also affected your womb, and it affected your kidneys. So I was like, "Okay, I know nothing about womb, kidneys. kidneys. You know, it's when all jargon in my I'm only thirteen. And then she's like, "Yeah." So the doctors that did the surgery had to remove everything okay no. so
0: you were not prepared for any of this they did that de- they made the decision even without- they made the decision
2: without even my mother's knowledge you were not even told okay. before, the, before surgery. the surgery so she's like okay we had to take out everything everything meaning yeah the left the, the, the right, the, right the, and the, 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 the wound itself and then i'm like okay at that age i didn't understand anything yeah okay i thought okay it's done i'm okay and then the doctors come in they're like you gonna go when they were telling
1: you all of this was your mom present or any adult wasn't they were just telling you yeah
2: at 18 year
1: old
0: yes receiving all this news you don't even know what's the function of a kidney
1: Yeah, because first you're telling me I'm pregnant. The next thing you're telling me, I don't have a womb. And it's just me. They were just dropping a bomb on your face.
2: Okay. So the doctor is like, "Um, can we book you in tomorrow for an appointment with your mother? Because we need to talk to the both of you. Then I'm like, okay, um, I'll tell her when she comes. Then my mother comes with all her friends and all that. I didn't know. So I'm like, mama... Yazi, yeah, the, the doctor said they removed my womb and they removed my ovaries. And then my mother just broke down. She literally broke down. Mm. But how were you dealing with it? Like, you it didn't
0: make sense to yeah, you at yeah, that time. It was, was like, saying. all right. I okay. was like, but your mom's reaction is obviously the yeah. one that gave you a re- reaction later on. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Okay.
2: And then the, the, the doctors came and then they talked to us. They're like, okay, um, the tumor you had was massive. And when we went, we did the test on it, it came back that you are on stage three cancer. So your cancer is on stage three. So what kind of cancer was that? The cancer I had. Yeah. It was a dysgerminoma. Yeah. It's called dysgerminoma. Okay. okay, I'm like... I have cancer. The only thing I was crying was crying for was my hair because I loved my hair. So <laughs> no, I'm, I'm out there crying in Alzheimer's and my mom is like, you're crying for your hair, not your life. <laughs> like, girl. Okay. And then time went. They did the second surgery. The doctors that did the second surgery were like qualified doctors. Well, yes, senior day. doctors. Kind of. And then they were yeah. like, how did it get to the point that they removed your womb because there was n- your womb had nothing to no. do with the surgery that they did? No, no. No. Oh my goodness. No. I'm telling you. No. I am telling you. Mm. How 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 did you take it? We didn't understand what to do, but my mom kept on saying, "Can we sue the hospital? Can we sue the hospital?" Can we sue the hospital? And obviously, coming from um disadvantaged family, mm. you wouldn't know what steps to Is take, how to go about to it. Yeah. There was no reason for them to do that. The only thing they had to do was shrink the tumor and then take out the tumor, not with the womb and not with the ovaries. With the ovaries. I wish they didn't, didn't
1: say that. I, I wish they could just kept it to themselves then... Because it's not like it's something you're like, okay, let, let, let's put them back.
2: Mm-hmm. No.
0: Oh, the unfortunate thing is that they had to do that at the end of the day. Yeah. Because you're entitled to your... Yeah, in the fact that we, oh my we give goodness. interns
1: this kind of a surgery, then we have the seniors after. Why didn't we have the seniors? And
0: you know, the worst part about it, there are certain things that you can undo, but yeah. organs, yeah. you can't you can take them back. Because yeah. we could
1: have cried about the hair, then we know it's going to grow. It's is not something we like, yeah. oh, this no, going to grow it.
0: back.
2: Oh. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay. Then the doctor's like, okay, so you're going to start immediately with your chemotherapy? And radiation. Okay, I get into the ward, me not knowing what is chemotherapy, Mm -hmm. but I heard it kills. That's the only information I had. Chemotherapy kills. Okay. Okay, I get into chemotherapy. So I did my chemotherapy for four days. Mm -hmm. The fourth day, I could feel that, yeah.
1: Maybe now I'm there. There is a
2: change in my body. I could feel, not, not, good change, no, but I could feel that, no, 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 no. no. Um, This is not my
0: body anymore. This, this is
2: painful. Mm. This is painful. Okay, Okay. we get discharged, we go home. This is me patting. My hair is falling out. So fast. My eyebrows are falling out. How many months was that? It was after four days of chemotherapy. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yes, it falls out, out just after just right after you do it okay my eyebrows are falling off my eyelashes i have absolutely no hair everything gone so i had to shave my head how are you taking it mind you i was in grade eight and And i was thinking okay your
0: looks matter at that stage of your life you know
2: after, the, the, um, after my dad cut my hair, because it wasn't mm. even, like, it was just coming out in patches. I go out and they start laughing. They're like, yo. Yeah. Why do you look like this? What's happening with you? This doesn't suit you. Uh-uh. Go get a wig. Get, like, yeah. all that. Mm. And then yeah. I could now feel it that, yeah. reality to think. Now I could feel it. Okay, chemotherapy went by. There's a time where I I couldn't see because it has side effects. Okay. So there's a time where I could not see. Okay, this is a lot. Like blind. Mm. And we would go to the hospital, chemotherapy, go back home. The moment I get home, the vomiting, not eating. You'd bring me a plate of food and I would just look at it. The smell getting into a taxi is like I don't know. Cause each and everything just triggers it triggers a mm. lot. Okay. Mm. So I could see that no, my life is no is no longer the same. And I asked my mom, why is it happening to me? I'm not very child, you know? And then she's like, God has his people. Did you believe that? I didn't. Yeah, I wouldn't either
1: even mm-hmm. until it's, this it's, day it's
0: it's weird how it becomes easy for us who are on the outside to say you know god chooses people in a yes, certain way yes. but the one who's in that position it's no. it's very difficult for you to just receive it
2: as if this is what yeah, god has planned yeah. for me you know i was like to my mom i am angry at your god mm-hmm. okay i hate him i like i want nothing to do with him mm-hmm. why me mm-hmm. why okay. now you okay. see mm. I was like why me why now couldn't mm. he choose anyone else you know then mm. my mama was like no it happens for a reason we don't know mm. maybe you were meant mm. to be something greater
0: mm. but can i can i interject a bit how was your mom taking it because you mentioned to us that at the time you were still in a state of confusion you are not like certain what's what what's going on she was the one breaking down already
1: mm. not, not even the mom so the, I think the mm. parents how 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 are they taking, are they taking it? it
2: so my mom um like when she explains to me now she's like she wasn't functioning at all mm. okay she would leave her phone in the taxi her bag she was a mess because okay at the hospital she's the one who used to stay with me okay. and she would sleep on the couch and then out sleep on the bed okay. she goes to work she comes back to the hospital she go- so she doesn't have time to see my dad and my baby brother okay so she like goes that side once to clean to cook and do everything and then she comes back to me she was like this is unreal She was on autopilot, you know, that type of You know, it's strange
0: enough, I know her at the time when she was dealing with all that, like it didn't show on the outward what she was going through at that stage. We just thought, you know, from outward you'd see her as she's a very strong woman. Mm -hmm. Like you wouldn't see all that she's actually narrating and sharing Mm
1: -hmm. now. So you had to stop school,
2: right? Yes. Like grade 8 completely. Completely. But um, what was done was I finished my chemotherapy because I did it for nine months. Mm. So after that nine months, they were like, okay, now you can go back to school. I don't know why they said I should go back to school. But the moment I went to school, what I faced at school is nothing compared to what I faced when I was in hospital. Okay. It was worse. The bullying. You? Oh, God. Because this thing... It burns, first of all. So it burnt me to become, I don't know what color. So it burnt me. I had no hair. You were darker, dark skin. skin. I had no hair. My nails were black. And even
1: weight-wise.
2: Yeah. And then I get to school, they're like, because they they know me from January. Mm. And then from that time I got sick. And then I stopped. And then I went back in September. They're like, your AIDS is killing you. And in the bathrooms they would write. Oh no. Even like even if you can go to that school now and check, my name is on the walls.
1: Then it felt like I don't want school anymore. hmm,
2: My name was on the walls. And then my mom came up with an idea that okay, I'm gonna buy you a wig for you to go to school. There I am with my wig, and they would pull it off. Okay. They would pull my wig off, be like, the teachers would be like, why are your nails like this? Don't you know you're supposed to have colorless nails in front of... Like, it's like you're yeah. intentionally painting mm. them or something. Mm. It's, it's always an attack. You just hand yeah. attacked. And I was bullied to the point where I was like, I wrote a letter and I wanted to commit suicide. And my mom found the letter and she was like, why? Then I was like, I'm tired. So i can't, can't deal I with this. I can't. Too much. Like, I can't. Like, it got to the point where going inside the school, everyone would be like, You're Nang Lokok. Here's this cranny. It's
0: okay, we can take a break. We hear Ellen's experiences at this stage. It's just disheartening what. The amount of, you know, uh, trauma that people go through the having to deal with, you know, a chronic illness is not enough, but society also takes a part in adding on to the pain that is already existing. When what we're supposed to be is like family. You expect society to be the one helping you through such experiences. You're not only losing certain functions in your body, you're not only losing yourself, you're also losing out even
1: on the outside everything it makes it so hard i think that is always you know I will always say be be kind to the next person you never know what they're going through exactly let us just be kind guys Mm.
0: we are going to pause here for today but ellen's story continues in the next episode having given us a background to her tragic experience Ellen shared the resulting trials that followed once she was diagnosed and placed on treatment. A lot of vulnerabilities emerge for the school-going minor, and she struggles to find a way to recover. In the next leg of discussion, she takes us through the rest of her journey. Don't miss it, and keep watching for the rest of our episodes. For more on our episodes, on these relatable conversations, powerful and empowering messages and access to these discussions on actionable tips, please check us on our website www.realoutloud.co.za or other podcast platforms such as Google Play, iTunes and many other. Our episodes are also accessible on social media platforms indicated on our website and our YouTube page. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe and invite others to our web page. Ciao!